1: Don't like blood and guts But I love them when they're lengthily discussed
0: And welcome to with Gorley and Russ Disclosure. Now, Matt, yeah. you were
1: like, Hol, hold on, hold on. I uh-huh. gotta hit
0: record. Yeah.
1: This this thing is burning up. We're, we're firing on all cylinders, wanting to talk about virtual reality headsets.
0: I think you tipped me off that this movie included this, and I was still blown away. You know what? More than anything, this season with Gorley and Rust, Yuppie Nightmares Season 2, is Woo. a collection? Of oddities, freaks, weirdos, and misfits. We, the, I love that whole collection. It reminded me of that board
1: game, um, geeks, dweebs, and weirdos. Do you I don't remember know. that? I
0: don't think I knew that.
1: Um, uh, didn't ever enter the pantheon of uh, uh, a pantheon uh, of famous uh, board games there. But uh, yeah, it, this this collection has been a motley crew of weirdos there and bizarries. Yeah. I'll add that to the little, yeah. uh, the word, the terms you were using bizarries because look, I hadn't seen this movie all the way through. I gave it like three valiant attempts. I think had you seen up to the no. And oh. it would break my heart. Like at the 50 minute hour mark, I would always give up and I'd be like, God damn it. I didn't get to see any of that. But you knew about it because in the trailer, there's like, Three seconds of like beep boop boop, like seeing oh. a digital hand press onto a thing.
0: Uh, there's a lot more than three so seconds in oh. this movie.
1: I'm so happy that this podcast required me to watch it till the end. Yeah, because uh, it only shows up in like the last 15 minutes. But oh boy, uh, oh boy, I, I I'm doing a chef's kiss, but with a digital hand, like a v- <laughs> digital VR Z- hand. Z- Z-
0: Z- yes, uh, you're right on so many levels. A is so hard to get through it to that point yes. because it's just kind of a boring, boring. legal thriller that wants... It's not even a thriller. It's more of a drama that wants to be The Firm yeah. or Michael Clayton or something. I think something. the fun,
1: the bizarreness of the movie is exactly what you're saying. Is like trying to make a thriller out of like the, the, all of the insane choices they make to try to thrill up this thing that would be like, I this is more maybe a movie of the week yeah. about a sexual harassment thing that... Ha- Go maybe it's a, a a two night mini series right <laughs> where you it, it I think it it's is. the lead up and then the second part is the trial and you show all the nuances I mean like when he's using that digital hand to like press down on the thing and open up like, oh my files God. and stuff it, I was like what's this have to do with sexual
0: harassment? Speaking of TV movies, I thought I was watching a Stephen King TV movie adaptation or like a mini series. Oh,
1: the, the, when it became that way, it
0: goes that direction. The lawnmower man. Yeah. Sort of. I mean, I I guess we've only said this on one occasion and that is maybe watch this film before you listen to us talk about it because You don't have to, and we're not trying to overplay this ending. It's not as crazy as Lawnmower Man, but it is crazy for this movie. It might
1: be crazier than Lawnmower Man in terms of... uh, uh, Where it goes, um, from whence it came. Yes, 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 in the uncanny valley of... Yeah,
0: but in the research notes from Brantley, Levinson is quoted as saying, I just wanted to make a thriller out of everyday things. No deaths, no guns, just, you know... And then suddenly it becomes this virtual reality thriller that in a million years I would have never
1: Okay, guessed. I mean, this uh, disclosure might just offer up an interesting uh, case study of uh, uh, Barry Sonnenfeld because... Well, Levinson? Uh, yeah, it's Barry Levinson. Okay, sorry, no, you sorry. scared me no, because I, I always it, yeah. get
0: them confused. No, Barry Levinson. Which one was always the guest on Letterman?
1: <laughs> Barry Letterman. No, Oh no. <laughs> Uh, I would I don't know, but I would imagine that would be Song Levinson. Of, Le, okay. Sit. Well, Barry Levinson was like a writer for Mel Brooks. And okay, so I was like, yeah. it's funny that the last time he touched thriller territory is high anxiety and <sighs> the Mel Brooks like Hitchcock spoof. because I was like, I don't think he's done. His world was sort of like comedy, serial comic, dramedy yeah. type of movies. But I don't think he had done a thriller up until this point. So some of this stuff just like was making me laugh. Like he seemed like gags from High Anxiety. Oh my God. Which I don't know, he's the guy in High Anxiety who's like the bellboy. With the newspaper? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Your paper, your paper. Yeah here's your paper. And he's oh saying it like God. the
1: score of Psycho as he's like hitting him.
0: Okay, I think that he is the Letterman guest then.
1: Okay, okay. Because yeah. yeah, then he would have been like a writer for other stuff. He wrote Injustice for All, him and um, Valerie Curtin co-wrote yeah. those. Toys. Yeah, and then toys. It. Well, this is where I think he becomes like an interesting person. It's like, what happens when you get the Oscar too early?
0: What did he get it for? So he got
1: it for Rain Man. Rain Man, And maybe right. that was like his fifth movie. But um, after that, he did this, signed this deal. So he did Avalon and Toys, which are kind of both like passion project movies. But his whole like run in the 90s disclosure onward is a little like, um, he's out in the weeds. I know that he signed some sort of big deal with Warner Brothers, like a five picture deal Mm -hmm. of like, but then they came out of that came all these like shit movies, like Sphere. Like, the only good movie he made sort of in the 90s was, like, Wag the Dog. Mm. But I think sometimes if somebody uh, loses the eye of the tiger because they got accolades winning an Oscar for Rain Man, it's
0: sort of like, well, what do I do? Mm. I guess it's
1: popular success, box office. A legal
0: thriller that ends in a virtual reality set.
1: I mean, I guess you're looking at it, you're like, hey, it's the writer Mike... Crichton, who wrote Jurassic Park, this is a bestseller. That's the crazy thing is, Michael
0: Douglas plus sex, Douglas Levinson, Crichton, Marcone. Yeah, I know. I and know. Yet the ingredients do not add up.
1: I, I, I wish all of those guys would have been chefs. In, I know in my kitchen.
0: Too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, I mean, do you think one of those cooks?
1: Levinson, Barry Levinson seems like the person who shouldn't be in the mix. Give me an Adrian Lynn of like Fatal Attraction. I I
0: think the Crichton and the Douglas elements work. The score doesn't work for this movie. And I was hearing notes from Untouchables like the sad moments when when, uh, Elliot Ness is bemoaning the loss of Malone. You know. You even heard the same like mournful. uh, Just very similar styles. Definitely the same period maybe the tail end of that period yep. but then the triumphant music when he thinks when he gets the voicemail tape just the feels, Thursday music yes the Thursday, Thursday music <laughs> when came out, I was like boop, boop, boop. it's a totally different movie hold on this is with Gorlian and <laughs> know, Rust so oh my god okay listen you can find out more at uh, patreon.com slash with Gorley and Rust mailbag episodes commentary episodes mm-hmm. dual immersion commentaries want to know what that is subscribe <laughs> <laughs> uh, and this month month, instead of a commentary, we're going to do uh, part three in our series of best part sequels. So this yeah. will be the best part threes of franchises. The highs, highs, and the lows are low. That's right. So if you subscribe at, I believe, the Baby Michael level, you'll get those. Mm-hmm. If you subscribe at the Baby Xenomorph level, you can live stream or scream this like many Hi, are guys. currently Hello. Are right now. Hi, Hi. Guys. And they can see that we've strewn some Christmas lights along the coffee table because... We go the extra mile.
1: You made it festive. I love it.
0: Yeah, you can also have your name read out if you're a baby xenomorph. Just email us at withgourleyandrust at gmail Make it short and sweet. Put it in the in the subject if you can. Uh,
1: also, we got some vid uh, little twelve days of vid bits yeah, coming up. Twelve vid bits of Christmas, yeah. I guess,
0: starting on is it the fourteenth? That gets you to the twenty fifth.
1: Yeah. Oh, and uh, for the people who are listening on the eighth no yes the eighth our listener, our, our trustees
0: hey it's the first day of uh, Hanukkah happy Hanukkah oh happy Hanukkah hey, all right I also for some reason put out the episode of the temp early I, I guess I just misscheduled it or something hey, so I don't think was, anybody was complaining yeah
1: well, it, it, it'd be like if a temp showed up early you'd be like thank God wow this person's conscientious they yeah want,
0: they want the job and that's what I think Lara Flynn Boyle did in that f- first scene I think so um, okay, I think that's all the business, because we don't want to be a bunch of business on this one. We want to get to the business.
1: Yeah, because there's enough business covered in disclosure, I mean. Oh, my God. How much time do you think is spent, and this is in a criticism, because I have others. But I would count this as a criticism, uh, is spending that uh, that beautiful, I, I think a set, the office.
0: It, yeah, it has brick, to
1: be. rafters
0: glass
1: because uh, it also f-
0: cubes cubes and diagonal staircases that evoke an Escher drawing or painting yes. and that feels very intentional.
1: What's the kind of green iron wrought stuff the stuff of steps uh, the stuff on the railings for steps the stuff of steps?
0: You mean like the green patina is <laughs> yeah. it like the copper? Yes. Yes, yeah. copper. Yes. Just just starting off general. I just don't know that I've seen a movie that bored me for so long and then enthralled me for all the wrong reasons so solidly. Where a man and I watched this movie last night and then the internet cut out, so we had to quit before we got... To the big virtual reality. Scene. Yeah. Sorry, your internet is out. I know. A uh, no sign. A friend. A friend. A friend. A friend. So then I watched the rest this morning without Amanda, and I, w- I was like, I can't explain to you the movie I've seen that you haven't seen, <laughs> even though you've seen most of the movie. I don't even know how to describe what. Oh, I've
1: seen. right. Like trying to describe the end of somebody would be like, oh, no. they would be like you. No, I think you watched a different yeah, movie. Yeah, I was like,
0: you'd never, you would never believe where this movie went, even though you've, everything that happens has been teed up.
1: Yeah, all the breadcrumbs are there, man, yeah. to lead us to the... Oh, my God. I mean, God. it is... A, can you think of a, a movie, what you posed there, a similar movie where you've been bored and then bizarro enthralled...
0: I think these are rare because I think it, it takes important ingredients for something like this to happen, not just mm-hmm. a bad script. It takes a somewhat of an auteur director, or at least someone who has a certain amount of autonomy mm-hmm. to make this weird. Cause I think if the studio got involved, mm-hmm. they'd probably go, this is pretty crazy.
1: Yeah. This seemed like, uh, I mean the, the, the timeline on it alone was basically, they were yeah shooting ten, this ten movie, minutes. essentially like when ga- the, the gal, no, nah, I'm exaggerating, but it was like, uh, by the time this book was hitting shelves, it was already being planned as a movie. And you look at it and I remember remember when it came out, it seemed like such a no-brainer. It was like Michael Crichton is... Anything he writes is being made into a movie now. And anything that involves modern sex stories, Mm. Michael Douglas is your go-to guy because of uh, Fatal Attraction and Basic basic Instincts. Mm So... It just seemed like um, it was made for a studio to give, and this is another quality of the Yuppie Nightmare thing, a just big, glossy, expensive movie. I mean, in what lesser budgeted, lower scaled, lesser studio movie than Warner Brothers would have... The conversation between a wife and her husband about how he, like, fooled around take place over a subway station, <laughs> up on the roof, looking out over the a most fairy. beautiful skyline, uh, and then on a ferry, and then yeah. back home, like, in the most, like, corny convention of the conversation continues perfectly over each, you know, that yeah. thing. But...
0: uh Well, imagine how this probably... I, I couldn't say this works in the novel, but... It is what it is. And I think Crichton had a lot you of- You read the novel? No. Oh, oh. But Crichton had a lot of power. Mm. I'm g- gauging from Brantley's notes because Milos Foreman was going to direct, but he and Crichton didn't get along creatively. So at this point, you know, Crichton is pretty powerful. So I bet he's he has a hand in how this is being presented right. screenplay-wise. W- so between that ingredient and the bit of the auteur, auteur mm-hmm. filmmaking and just the time in the nascent- Time of the internet. What's crazy is this movie gets so many things right. Mm-hmm. It just seems so ridiculous.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, the way they're like, um because Michael Crichton, right, you know, he had his eye on some possible sure. science,
0: right? And you see, it's like a poor man's, poor man's Philip K. Dick.
1: Yeah, uh Philip K. Doink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> absolutely <laughs> he got things like the glove and the like the virtual reality uh-huh. literally like right out of minority Report. Or minority yep. report was right out of that mm-hmm. the kind of oculus and the metaverse thing yep, yep all yep. of this is yes. in there the internet the email just the interface this single most crazy moment aside from the angel appearing within perfect is A perfect moment cinema Is Michael Douglas's virtual avatar going through the Malaysia files, and a green computer graphic wire mesh of Demi Moore's body with just a square photo representation of the head slowly stalking? Best moment in movies
1: ever, like ever, ever. I know (laughs) (laughs) because. It's, I mean, it's It's the, of course, I'm just going to say the obvious thing here. It's the scene you've seen a billion times in any thriller, right. which is the person looking through the thing and the person sneaks up and you're like, oh, they don't know, but here they come. But it's just like... One and zeroed down <laughs> This is like Idiots And they use it A computer At least
0: two times The same shot Where it has that feeling Of the Indiana Jones gate closing Where it's like Wait She's backing up Behind yes. him again From the same point She's already been there Well
1: she only showed up Real quickly Behind him for a moment And then it cut And I was like don't tell me they're gonna rob me of this moment that I want, which is her slowly more coming up and stuff. I'm like, was that a glitch? And then they came back to it and then but it is funny, it is the Indiana Jones door was yeah. like they stretched out how long they could have the door key is looking. It's a square. <laughs> I mean, now it looks like something in 2023 that you're like uh Nephew, second grade nephew, who's into computers, like would make with your mom's, his mom's face. He's yes. like, Look what I did. And it yeah. comes in. It's like, Oh, good. That's an app. Yeah. I mean, now it's, it's the fact that it was supposed to be like, duh, duh, duh. And then <laughs> Michael
0: Douglas is in a visor doing all this with, I have to say, the, the, the weirdest Michael Douglas hair I've ever seen. And he's known for his kind of longer hair, but yeah. this one has these little page boy flips out the back he's caught in the
1: crosswinds yeah. of 80s and 90s I know. This, our boy doesn't know what to do i know
0: and and <laughs> so but that version of him virtual realitying his way around looking for files <laughs> <laughs> while a green wire mesh computer digital yes. demimor slowly stalks him oh my god it, i didn't know we had a slasher movie here and yet Nobody dies. Is this the only movie we've ever covered where nobody dies? Whoa. I'm sorry. I'm just charged. No. I just I
1: loved... Oh, my God. Has Uh, anybody
0: never died in a movie? Does anyone out there remember in the streamers? It's It's not counting
1: Mr. Mom. Even though at the end, I think Mr. Mom does kill Martin Mole. Yeah, exactly. Uh, That, you're so right. This, like how they... Yeah, that that nobody's been killed. But right before that scene, he's, like, alone in the office, like, sneaking around and stuff before he puts the... Oh, in
0: the hotel suite?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, like, I remember thinking, like, oh, this is the yuppie nightmare thing where they figured out how to get Lori Strode in a dark house. But instead, he's, like, <laughs> in a dark thing looking for files. And then, so, when he put on the headgear, I mean, the other... I think that was just sublime for me. Was when he was in the virtual reality world. He was in the, uh, what was it? The something corridor.
0: Yeah. I couldn't, couldn't get a grip on. There's uh, a, I have a few questions about things I don't understand. Yes. Yeah, and, and I fully admit that's not my fault.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think this question, there'll be a question posed from this. When he's walking along and um, he. <laughs> The audience is supposed to be scared for him that he comes up to a digital cliff. <laughs> like, you're like, yeah, this is a dream. I, or, like, labor oh, than a dream. Oh, God. And then, oh, God. to punctuate how fucking not, nonsensical that is, they just cut to them him ridiculously by himself in a room, just going like,
0: well... With lasers all over him There's a weird Annie score yeah.
1: Oh they do two cheap scares in there The one of her face When it first pops yeah. up Not behind yeah. him It's a jump scare So you're like They're pulling out Every Digital Whatever They're pulling out Every trick they can Because it was that That jump scare Happened at the same time when the tech boys and the suits are getting closer and closer to the room, and they're oh. basically doing the suspense of, uh, we threw a party while mom and dad were gone, yeah. we've got to clean uh, up the house. Uh, like, uh, yeah. the two, like, <laughs> most, I mean, I love these. Moments well, in no, suspense movies. Donald but they're just Sutherland
0: like, is walking down the hallway of the hotel room, coming to the door with these guys, literally doing villain hands. Like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> like I'm so excited. Yes, we're about to
1: see. It is a waste that it is uh, when Sutherland and Michael Douglas were together. I was like, man, it's too bad. That, mm. Correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe they are another because they they both work frequently. But like, um, I was like two lizards, oh. two fucking slimy dudes who are very uh, charismatic like yeah guys who are leads of movies but can play dark yeah. hues like when they were in that car scene together i really loved that uh um again big expensive studio movie like they just had that whole scene where they're talking in the back of the car and the reflection on the car windows you can just see like
0: Buildings in Seattle yeah. go by. Yeah. I'm like, wow, All that's they could
1: afford a truck to take out and like just
0: You uh, are right. They are both kind of live in that gray area of are they good or are they bad, or they easily play both bad and good. I find Donald Sutherland, I believe, bad or good pretty easily. I'm always, as you know, a little suspicious of Michael Douglas. You got he, that Douglas suspicion. I do. He I'm more way more won over by sutherland for some reason yes when he's playing a good character
1: okay yeah 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 i yeah i like you know i love my douglas do, he's yeah. not this version i don't like and i feel like michael creighton <laughs> and uh uh barry levinson didn't do him right mm. like they're he's immediately like um hapless yeah. or or like
0: well, that's right. He, as the script has him, he is kind of hapless, but he doesn't play him that way, and it doesn't quite.
1: Your brain work. is just like it's not working in the no. beginning when he's supposed to be like behind the eight ball or when he's behind right. the curve with uh, what's going on with work. Because you're like, this is Gordon Gecko. I know you're not supposed to, but it's just like his skill set is being like guy in the power. So, yeah, I mean, there's times in Fatal Attraction. I mean, like, are really funny when they build him up as kind of. Uh, you know, a dynamic person, but then there's moments where they show, oh, she's way more, like, yeah. like that part where he has to pick her up and then they, like, cut to a, white in Fatal Attraction, they cut to a wide shot. He's got, like, his pants around his ankles and he's, like, shuffling right. around. Like, there's moments where you go, like, oh, he's a, cl-. with this, fucking, you're right, the hair, baggy shirts, he's kind of pudgy. He's got
0: a, a Pattern jacket and a pattern T-shirt that are really oddly matched. And normally, I'm always like, "Yeah, you, you do what you want to do." But this just felt maybe off. they're trying
1: to. I mean, a basic instinct. His character is like sleazy, sle- the sleaziest Michael Douglas maybe gets. Yeah. So maybe they're trying to like soften that. But I think so. It. I mean, what you would probably you could argue is the main flaw of the movie is just like whatever the balances they were they gave to each character uh Meredith Demi Moore's character and then Michael Douglas's character the fact that they make him <laughs> such a Seattle dorky dad who's coming out of the uh, house talking about tickets for Disneyland
0: it just from someone named Jafar by the way that
1: <laughs> that is an auteur and a best-selling author not taking notes like not listening no one's to somebody to them, because yeah. you know in their brain They got a kid watching a Disney movie with a character named Jafar. Mm -hmm. That's boiling up in their brain in 1993 when they're like writing this movie in
0: the Zeitgeist.
1: Holy shit! That nobody said. I don't think you want to have a scene where we're saying we're getting Disneyland tickets for Jafar, and then somebody goes, "How do you spell that?" (laughs) Like they go out of their way to.
0: It is so weird. Oh, let's watch it again.
1: <laughs> it would be like if you were like, uh, "Oh, we got tickets! Uh, uh, f- uh, f- f- oh, from who? Oh, uh, uh, Buzz Lightyear! Yeah, we we gotta get yeah. Disneyland tickets for uh, from Mickey Goddamn Mouse. Woody Woodpecker!"
0: Uh. <laughs> I'm just realizing. Because this movie, I, I want to say, stick with it. It's worth it to get to that part. But then it has a whole other act after the virtual reality part. And I'm wondering, do you even need the virtual reality part? I don't think you even need it. It could be covered with a line of... Oh, that's, that's I deleted. I found out you had these files, and she goes, "I deleted them."
1: I would argue that's an, in there for the reason I saw it, which was the five seconds of the trailer where yeah. I was like, "Oh, holy shit!" So you could have Michael Crichton's name come right after like a virtual reality thing, and then you're like, "Hey, I mean, it, it does feel." I know people say this all the time, which is like AI written where it it was came out of some information collection in the early 90s of, like, virtual reality and then the Clarence Thomas trial.
0: Well, yeah, <laughs> the it hearings. is, 100%. How much of it is... Jurassic Park has already come out. Mm-hmm. It's Michael Crichton. It's the height of computer graphics. We can't follow up on Michael Crichton, the next Michael Crichton, without yes! a certain amount of this digital revolution or something.
1: Exactly, yeah, yeah. People would be like, oh, where was my Crichton when I went to this movie? But they're oh. not
0: asking should we do it with this movie?
1: This is crazy. And You know what? Should we do it with this movie was kind of the way I was thinking about it. it was like, the way it comes in so late and
0: so strong, very strongly very comes strong. in the virtual reality. One might say.
1: That like, I couldn't go, oh, this is a movie that about virtual reality that they were dying to make. <laughs> and they were using sexual harassment as like just an interesting jumping off point to yeah. get to a thing like the fact that there's no even like thematic connection between None. a virtual reality and sexual ra- i can't even no this is crazier one. than the
0: cookie workplace this is the like yes. virtual reality workplace it does make me think and i know we spitballed this once should we at some point do 90s cyber thrillers oh yeah i mean you know, this, this stuff so makes many. me think of virtuosity virtuosity free jack
1: the 13th floor. The 13th floor. Never The Matrix, though. No. No, honestly, Just, yeah, no. I yeah. Uh, I remember The Matrix. I, like, slept on that for, like, eight months. Yeah. Because even when people were telling me, like, no, I saw it. I watched it on HBO or something, and it rules. Uh, because I thought it was Johnny Monomic. I thought it was That's whatever. another
0: one of them, right? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. and Lawnmower Man. There's six or so. Yeah, I bet Existence is Better than those.
1: I watched that not too long ago. That's the
0: Ray Fiennes one, right?
1: Yeah. The the David Cronenberg.
0: Yeah. And Catherine Bigelow. Is it? Oh, Catherine Bigelow did the Strange Days. Strange Days. That's what I watched. Oh, so there's another one. There's like seven of them. Yeah. Not including the Matrix.
1: Oh my God. And that one, Existence, that's about like those pills you get at a gas station to make your dick longer. Is it? Uh, no, oh. <laughs> I, uh, it sounds like one of those things, like Extensa. Uh,
0: Wait, I don't know which one. I've seen the Ray Fiennes one. Is that Jennifer Jason Lee as well, or is she in Ex Extends? So yeah, I think he's in both. He's in both.
1: Ray Fiennes, I think, is in Extends and Strange Days. Oh, and Extends is the Cronenberg one, and Strange Days is the Bigelow one. And okay, James Cameron,
0: I think, co-wrote it. Or and Free Jack is the Jagger one. Free
1: Jagger is what they should have called it.
0: Mick Jagger's in Free Jack.
1: Uh, I uh, (laughs) I have some (laughs) magazine that I picked up. That's like about the making of Free Jack, and it's like all about how it was fraught with. The producer on it, who owned Morgan Creek, it was right after Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves was a big hit. So he just came in and started changing all this stuff. And he was like, Mick Jagger would be perfect for Free Jack. Oh like,
0: my god! So Free Jack oh. would be good. There's also going back, <laughs> Free, like after we like <laughs> so Free Jack would, would be good. good. Video drum, uh, yeah, but, uh, dreams. Oh, Game? brain scan, brain scan, altered states. Is that yeah. even in there?
1: I don't know. Because I guess you could say that they get their start with, like, mad scientist movies, but there has to be a point where it clicks over to um, virtual... Virtual, digital... cyber
0: virtual reality. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (sighs) I mean, I'm in at some point. Uh, Yeah, let's cook up a list, digitally, of course, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and the only way I can see it is by putting on my VR headset in real life, but then having... I love this. Michael Douglas had those digital goggles Whoa. in the digital world for some reason. <laughs> I didn't. Oh, I just didn't in case a digital dust together. comes up.
0: But they also made it clear so you could see his face. But why even have it there at all? You're right. What the hell?
1: Uh, they probably did it cuz it was like when he just showed up there in front of it, it looked like when you go to the mall and you get like a greeting card done with like a fake they had to have some way that it looked like
0: some way to tell you that this is not real <laughs> yeah cuz it looked so convincing oh boy when cherry boy the angel showed up oh my god
1: yeah i like him cuz uh i love this sort of seattle in 94 yeah. setting uh, cuz he looked like our boy cobain
0: if cobain was uh kato kaleen oh my god
1: kurt Kato Co- K- 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 Cobain. Kato
0: Cobain. Kurt-
1: Kato Cobain. That's perfect. And it's like in 1994, everyone thought <laughs> Kurt Cobain killed himself and disappeared from this earth. Well, I don't know where I'm going with this. but and then out of his ashes uh, came Kato Kalin in the summer of '94. Oh wait, it's like an Eddie and the Cruisers thing. It's like oh, I never saw Kurt Cobain and Kato Kalen in the same and room. And then he goes
0: into the corridor. And then he, he
1: goes into the corridor corridor he to an help angel. Michael
0: Douglas. Oh my god! Uh, and then like yeah, to offer I, no help. I think. I
1: thought he was grungy. You know, he had like the stubble yeah. and then the yeah. blonde hair. And then he kind of came up and he was like, "Hey, what's up, man? Um, I can't be twenty three and be kicked out of the computer industry." Man. I love that. Oh. Uh, I also liked uh, when he. Uh, um, Oh, yeah, he sold out. yeah, like they do yeah um, they all did. yeah. Can we talk about uh one of the major um, people on his staff, one of the major staff members
0: Dennis Miller. Dennis Miller Who do you think was just given leeway to write his own lines or it was part of his contract because a hundred percent he was writing his own little Dennis Millerisms throughout that entire. Film. Yes 100% Yes Why didn't that occur to me? It uh, To me The moment he started speaking It feels like Levinson was like Or he went up to him And was like You know Can I Babe Can I just do me?
1: Yeah Or it's like I Kneel I genuflect you d- yeah. St. Miller Yeah Do what you please uh-huh. Yeah Cause I guess it does seem improvised when he says HBO And he has like a show on HBO remember what he was like, uh, used to be you could tell a girl to come back and watch some HBO. <laughs> okay. I wrote some of the things he said, because
0: pink. I hope pencil Dennis Miller wrote them. Pencil, pink pencil eraser nipples.
1: Um. Oh, yes, I did write the, yes. Don't, don't worry. I did write that one down. Uh. Well, this is, well, the reason I'm doing this is because it's important. Uh-huh. Um, well, it'll come up later in the notes, but be sure. Oh, one thing I did th- see that um, somebody said was, do you need a Prozac?
0: I know. As if, does Prozac work like a uh, Valium? Or like a Xanax, which is like a one dose thing as yeah. opposed to, but I don't know.
1: Seems like a little, let's get the Disneyland tickets for Jafar,
0: kind yeah. of. Yeah.
1: Not fine toothed Kobe, the dialogue. Prozac?
0: My Dr. Freud can help you out if you want some <laughs> Prozac. Or well, Let's just start from the top on this thing. Sure. Let's go through, because first of all, Logo Loco. <gasps> this made me miss the days of a single studio slash production company where it's just yes. one dependable, reliable Warner Brothers logo. Although- Turns out, after you see this movie, not as reliable as you might think.
1: But still, it's not maybe the seal of approval we wanted. Yeah, not yeah, a million I know the title cli-
0: cards and you know,
1: yeah, it's really uh you know because when I saw um, Killers of the Flower Moon, they even did the thing where like they have a little intro with Martin Scorsese. He like popped up. He's like, "Hey, thanks for uh, coming and watching the movie," but he's like reading off a cue card. They're just doing it to, I guess. Yeah, ever since Tom I, Cruise
0: started yeah. this trend.
1: I don't think Martin Scorsese wanted to do it. It was like basically gun to your head kind of delivery, yeah. but um, it made me think of like, I bet, when Martin Scorsese over the like was making this movie over the last two years, when I'm thinking about it and getting, I mean, like when he thought about an audience sitting down and watching the movie, it, the first thing he thought of that they'd see isn't him rushed giving a patter about like, thank you for coming out and
0: watching this. Please tell your friends about Apple TV. Well, the movie begins and ends with him. If you think that's about, right. So yeah.
1: maybe, uh, and it was, did seem kind of like knowing, uh, about the way it was, but whatever, but the, um, uh, when he, uh, I think about that too, with like opening credit, look, like, Somebody was making a movie. The writer, when they sat down, they didn't think the tone was going to be set by five stylistically incongruent production like yeah, that's the other thing exactly. it's like what people complain about Los Angeles neighborhoods of like oh you got one style of house next to another that's how I feel about a fucking movie it's not a vision if you gotta look at a car race down a road and get hit by lightning but then see a young boy play a flute
0: <laughs> <laughs> while the composer strives to make sense of all this which usually means it's one drony note while a kind of like arpeggio plays underneath it, of like there's like yep. a, uh, <laughs>
1: yeah, 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 yep. building it up. Yeah. I think you know it's within the DGA uh, directors' right; they can choose their music. That's like why they can do that thing instead of putting logos. But that can also mean you don't put any music at all. So you're just kind of like, yeah. fuck this the movie hasn't started. This world exists outside of any of this. Yeah. My our movie begins. When the, the credit comes up that says, uh, or not even credit, a face.
0: Yeah. A I landscape. Agree. I agree. Yeah. Well, we get right into this movie and maybe what is the coziest house we've ever seen. Who? I mean, you're right about the like spare no expense on this because the whole title sequence takes place in the house with voiceover. You barely even see the actors in this house. You see them leaving the house. Mm. But it's amazing. But I know his daughter. Her name is Farron. What? I know. The the girl that plays his daughter is a friend of a friend who I've talked to many times at parties. I see her, you know, somewhat regularly. That rules. I had no idea she was in this movie. I can't wait to talk to her Did you know about she was an actor? I, yeah. I did, but I didn't know she was a child actor. That is fantastic. What did you think when she popped up? I mean, like- was, well, I saw on the cat Maca- when I watched it on Plex. I always go through the cast first just to see like, Oh, who am I going to look ah! out for? And her adult picture was on there and, huh. and both Amanda and I are going, Oh my God, what's she doing in this? And she must be a kid. And then right away she's, she's first, like the, yeah. yeah, the opening. Yeah.
1: And, and what an opening where she's like, uh, Oh, very modern the young girl going yeah. dad you've got an email I
0: know right away strap in yeah it's
1: 1994
0: this may look like a cozy cabin on a, on the you know the sound or whatever but no yeah.
1: I mean the consciousness of that was enough like so if this came out what December 94 I believe okay yeah Um, I didn't I knew about the internet in summer 95 of course but that's when I finally logged on to the internet was summer nineteen ninety five, so it's funny how like uh, you know dorkily, in the antiquated all this stuff seems. But I guess in December ninety four, a girl was saying like Dad, you got a email in your home computer would be something. Oh, to- definitely. I
0: don't think I got on till ninety six. Maybe it was fall of 95. I don't remember. What was your memories? Just I had a school email account and Uh then my own email account through AT&T. And, you know, I wanted to build a website to sell my Shakespeare shirts.
1: Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) I love it! Uh, What
0: would it be? What were the shirts? Well, it, it was called, my business was called Hotspur Inc. And it was I sold shirts to Shakespeare festivals that were like humorous depictions of what, Shakespeare awesome. deaths. Usually, they were like morbid things. They're on my Redbubble page. If you go where you can what buy, what are they saying? Oh, that? they're just stupid. They're Aww. just they're dumb. But <laughs> but I was able to to use the early internet and you know like had one of those sites where the the JPEGs had to load and you know yes. it was yeah. Oh, man. And yep. then I would go look at bare naked Ladies news groups. You know, not the actual, not naked ladies. Yeah, whereas I mean,
1: other people were using the internet. I suppose they maybe to there look were at some naked of that, too. You wanted to see. Uh, it's been one week. I've been waiting for this to download. <laughs> 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 what were you doing? Uh, similar, it was a college campus related thing because I, there was this, Camp called. I think it was ISIS, like ISIS, but uh, ISI or something. (laughs) Oh, wait a minute! Iowa State Institute, something like. But um, when uh, between seventh and eighth grade, um, I went to a computer camp. Yes, Uh, it it was like a science, arts, and sciences thing where. It was under the label of communications, but it was promised and delivered that we would get to use, um, video and editing mm. equipment okay. and stuff. So
0: it was like a way to, uh, use, make, make movies and stuff. To make your disclosure one day.
1: Yeah. But I remember a lot of it. <laughs> right. Someday have to be Moore's face on a grid body yeah. in your movie. Yeah, uh, But it was uh, it was in a, like a college computer lab. I remember making a website. They helped us make mm. a website. And it was like um, a, a fake person with their
0: fake albums. This is 95?
1: Yeah. Yeah, pretty and early. I met some friends there who just, it was a shrew what camp is supposed to be. It was like 10 days at camp. We stayed in the dorm rooms at the University of Iowa where I eventually went five years later as a, so, um, and, uh, it was like a, Oh, I'm meeting new people. Who also like Ween? Uh, and,
0: uh, it was just a great. I time. was probably one of them online.
1: And oh, getting a rain day where you were supposed to go, a bunch of indoor kids were going to have to go and like stand out in like a field and pretend to enjoy sports. Uh, it rained out. They took us to Batman Forever. Oh
0: my god! Oh god! Yeah, yeah. I um, just remember that time. I was also doing comedy sports in Hollywood as a show. And it seemed like overnight, every commercial on TV said, and visit us at, you know, like 82plumbing.com. And, and it was just something we would reference in improv shows and it would get a big laugh, but nobody, including us, really understood what it was. That is so and it that was crazy. for like a month. You could get just such a laugh if you just add .com to something. Oh and gosh. how cheap is that?
1: No, I remember that like... uh ooh. I mean, it, the long legs of the joke of like, yeah. Oh, uh, and if you really want to file a complaint, go to whocares.com. dot com. Right? Yeah.
0: Go fuck Yeah,
1: which uh, I liked because it was the digital update of the if you look such and such up in the dictionary, if you look moron in the dictionary, there's a yeah. picture of you. Yeah. That was <laughs> <like> that. <laughs> <laughs> also the update to. um uh, who you gonna call? Mm. Uh, Ghostbusters would be the funny thing. Like, somebody would pick up a phone in the living room. You're like, "Who you gonna call?" They go Ghostbusters, and everybody yeah. laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> um, the other one was remember on digital phone, uh, digital phones, cell phones, and stuff, uh, mobile phones. You'd go a lot of times. Can you hear me now? Yeah, can you? hear and me And then now? it'd be like ah, Verizon. Yeah, right. Verizon guy, can you hear me now? Yeah, uh, if yeah. you can somehow. Work your catchphrase motto around a thing people are saying a lot. Yeah, billion dollars, billion there, dollar mate. idea. <laughs> now another billion dollar idea, is, along with casting Michael Douglas as the, the tortured erotic man. Uh, who are you going to cast as a sex bot mm. in 1994? Then Demi Moore. This movie did her dirty. Yeah, uh, there is zero curiosity whatsoever on the filmmakers
0: part about why she would do this okay well why not only why would she do this why is the company doing this i don't understand why they want to set him up for failure in the first place what did i miss uh i cuz that seems to be their intent whether it's through f- fake sexual harassment or through incompetence which they try to frame him for is it because his Thing of the CD-ROM is somehow in competition with this virtual reality thing. I could not figure it out.
1: Yeah, it, 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 it kind of had the same difficulties that the temp did. They're trying to like keep a secret. Yeah, but then the secret doesn't get fully answered, so some stuff just seems like confusing about like what they were aiming for in that moment. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. It did seem like they wanted him out. And that they were using her as a pawn, yeah. in
0: their game. But well, for a movie about sexual harassment, it ultimately does not become a movie about sexual harassment. It becomes a movie yeah. about one-upsmanship and corporate intrigue.
1: I think. I mean, it's stupid. Into I mean, you could talk, you know, write a whole paper about how it's dumb in, in a post. Me Too era. Even at the time. But yes, yeah. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, I'm sure anybody who had like some idea of how the world works, like they'd laugh at like, the like um, the one is just like the zero curiosity. They're using it entirely as a plot gimmick of why she would be doing this. But in that moment during the deposition or the, the Wednesday, mm-hmm. <laughs> when, when she has to make the choice of like lying mm-hmm. about what he did, I was just like, for an actor and a character, that's a pretty like interesting scene to play. Mm-hmm. But because you haven't gotten any idea, uh, again, no Rebecca De Mornay in The Hand of the Rocks the Cradle or going Close and Fatal Attraction where you get scenes outside of the main characters so you just understand why the fuck she's doing stuff. That yeah. lack of curiosity, like, totally... You wouldn't, I think, see now. I yeah. mean, it was gross then. But the um, other thing that I was like, is so fucking laughable and just like Crichton, boomer, dunderheaded, shithead, fuckface <laughs> look outlook <laughs> of the world is, and I love this because it is such a dude's dumb misunderstanding of like,
0: what if the roles were reversed yeah.
1: and all it is is the girl doing the things a guy would do. Yeah, not even So do it's it. locking the doors of the office <sighs> and chasing, it's like, that's how you think abuse, like, it's such a idiot's way of understanding how abuse would work, but suddenly, a switch flips now where, like, somebody's like, give me those buds, boy! And, yeah. like... With- with-
0: <laughs> Even his his way of his secretary, Cindy, being okay with all that's happened by swatting him on the ass.
1: Oh, that fucking sitcom ending of like, but I can slap you on the butt now. The other thing that was a total like, Barry Levinson, Michael Crichton, we'll lay it at their feet, just not getting it, is like that scene where, it, I mean, you could say it's written by like, in some ways, like a, so, uh, 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 a men's rights activist where like they put in this, like, you know, when those, um, Christian movies like take place at college campuses and they overcook stuff where like the professor is like, I'm going to start this class by saying God never existed. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They make a melodramatic villain out of, or they're just
1: introducing characters to help their case. Yes. Yeah. That scene, like the most egregious scene of this movie the gorgeous shot of the Coca-Cola can. Don't get me wrong, I love Coca-Cola. But like a huge, they try to make up for it by putting like supersonic like postings on this Coke machine. Uh It's just this giant product placement. And as perfunctory as product placement, they have this female character just kind of come in and go, I work hard. She doesn't. I actually know things. She doesn't. And then the doozy of like a men's rights activist, like only a guy would write this line to be put in a woman's mouth. She goes, I've worked hard. You think I'm actually support? I'm rooting for Meredith. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah. See, nobody likes the, it was just such a overcooked Well, that role
0: was some strange, I just, I, didn't know what was going on with that role other than to be a, like you said, like a voice for a man trying to seem like he understands. Right, 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 right. And same with the woman who eventually gets the position.
1: And I'm, you know, whatever. This movie came out in a night, like. Yeah. Made by a huge studio. I don't, shouldn't expect like a lot of nuance in this or like. No, but...
0: frankly, it could have. But it's been worse, you know. Like yes, that's that's true. That's scary. But
1: uh, but 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 like sanding down it, Michael Douglas's edges so much, but so it doesn't make him that threatening. By making it on this timeline of Monday through Friday,
0: as opposed to like, I I know it's like. Did you see The Shining and just?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, also similar font and everything.
0: It's that's right.
1: Well, also like the. just that means they have to move the sexual harassment thing on such a pre-devised five-day week thing that, like, yeah, I just don't think somebody on their sexual harassment works where the person on their first day, on the first night, sexually like because it's but it was all
0: set up. Yeah, but then yeah. What was with the line I just that I just Michael mean like Douglas... if,
1: if a movie's presenting itself is like we're gonna try to like make oh, a yeah. big studio movie cracking open sexual harassment in the workplace, coming up with this like techno thriller like Yeah, yeah and, and also make it like what again, not to always say fatal attraction, but like fatal attraction, like all of it is kind of like you get seduced by everything seems reasonable or whatever and then somebody has like one lapse it's like bad judgment when the scene is there's been no chemistry whatsoever between them it hasn't been like oh there's an emotional affair at first for a few weeks and then like somebody and then it's kind of gray because you don't know who and like instead it was just like her like him going no yeah no no what year was the firm
0: The movie?
1: Um, Well, I... No, that was 93, but I think in Demi Moore's hand in 94 at that time was The Firm. What do you mean? In that scene with Michael Douglas. (laughs) I think The Firm was happening in 1994 on the set Ah. of Disclosure.
0: Because this just, re- <laughs> this just reeks of Michael Crichton saying, I got to have my The Firm. But oh. but then Crichton it. Crichton yeah. the shit out of it.
1: He's doing a Grisham by Crichton.
0: Yeah. Like Grisham, I'll show you how it's done. It's yeah. done like this. And then you add a little bit of techno wizardry. Yeah. A little bit of the sci-fi.
1: He's like, hold my bottle of beer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 what, what's that expression?
0: Yeah, hold my beer. Yeah, hold my beer. Yeah. But
1: I was trying to think of like...
0: Hold my typewriter.
1: What's the beer in um, this? Because, you know, yuppies love their their beer, but when he comes hold home... Hold my he's like, can, virtual can Malaysian file. <laughs> <style. laughs> can you get my beer? Remember when he comes home? He's like, yeah, hey, I gotta oh, yeah. get it. He's like, can, get me a
0: beer. Can you go get me a beer? To so the lawyer and think, wife. <laughs> uh, yeah, the... Uh, the dutiful lawyer wife that sticks by him completely...
1: Just too modern, like, uh, you know, I don't want to cast stones, but the wife's, like, immediate understanding of this dalliance could only be written by very powerful people who fuck around on their wives. Uh, It feels like it. (laughs) And their wives know it. And you could just kind of have a ride home where you, like, discuss how, like, the guy was foolish because that could have cost us stuff. Is yeah. mainly what it like boils yeah. down to.
0: <laughs> Did you notice that Michael Douglas and Demi Moore have virtually the same lower jaw in that it's really short compared to the rest of their face and kind of juts out?
1: When you say virtually, do you mean yes, the I w- do. the corridor?
0: They just there was one point where they were kind of both in profile with each other and you're looking at them going, They have like the iron giant jaw. That's funny. Cause you make me think, do you need
1: some facial yin and yang between your two stars to get chemistry because
0: or do you is that even I didn't see sparks necessarily
1: like their scenes were horned up but I didn't necessarily see like and is it like because they look too much alike like mm. Demi Moore looks like she could put on a Michael Douglas wig uh. Uh, something Michael <laughs> Douglas,
0: like yeah the the all the sexual chemistry was so forced and didn't have any didn't even have a second to ignite on its own but I guess again that's and I she was say such a d- dem, demi-metal, yeah.
1: of, Femme Fri- Yeah, I mean, right, exactly. The uh, f- uh, what what you're saying about like, there's no uh, like seduction. No, and there's not even like.
0: And we can, know there's a history, but yeah, we don't feel it.
1: You know that it's a ploy from the, Like, even if you were trying to tell a good mystery story and you're trying to look over here cause something's going on over here. You would make her more seductive then. I'm just very like curious
0: the, if the book is any different than the movie.
1: Um, yeah. And you know, as far as the subject matter goes, it made me think a little bit about how, um, Oh, seeing a story where, um, who, who wrote Gone Girl? Uh, Gillian, uh, Gillian Flynn.
0: Gillian Flynn. Yeah.
1: um, you can make um write a book like disclosure make a movie like disclosure but it's got to get defanged some way of its like masculinity by either being written like American psychos made by Mary Harmon a woman or like if a dude wrote gone girl and I think Julian uh, uh, Flynn has talked about this like when she wrote it she felt A guilt because she was sort of like, what's, what am I saying here, Mm. that a woman would lie that her husband was abusive to her? That's kind of a crazy uh, day and age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but it, it's almost like, oh, I wouldn't want to see, I want to see a movie like Disclosure about like a powerful lady. Who kind of does something gray, and then it kind of upends the company? Like I guess Tar was sort of about like, yeah. Um, it's just it's got to be. Uh, it can't be directed by Barry. No, Littes, it it's got to be <laughs> directed by Todd
0: Fields. <laughs> yes, yeah, or yeah, Or yeah. Fincher. Yeah, right, and, or right. written by Jillian Flynn. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That all of these people on their own are powerhouses, but they came together for something where none of them. I think all of them were diminished by each other or something. I don't yeah. know what was happening. Exactly, I'm Just
1: imagine it being a rush job of sort of like yeah, this book is right. hot. All these actors are hot. Let's just get and this a made. Rush,
0: like the CG back then, it could not have been easy to do all this CG and they, yeah.
1: yeah how I did be, they uh, do that? Well, what you were talking to at the very beginning about how it's like, so crafted, like the, just the camera, like roving through the immaculate, like yuppie house. Yeah. While they have, it, it did make me think. You know, uh, there was a time in the mid to late eighties, Matt, where the yuppie nightmares used to be, they're getting out to go on the town, mm-hmm. to go out to a fancy dinner date. But now, in '94, yuppie nightmare tour, it's getting ready for school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, be like, I told you to take, okay, well, then, and then uh, I'm sorry for your friend who played the kids, but the those are just like such shit kid roles. I do. But it's funny, like literal bookends to the movie. She yeah. pops up at the very beginning, and then the most atrocious line she has to say at the end when she goes, I always trusted you, Dad. I know. I always
0: believed in you. Oh, and the final shot of the email of, I miss you, Daddy, A- Family. family.
1: Like, they know about the a friend messages.
0: And why, Like, even if they did, why call back on something so traumatic for the family? <laughs> why would you ever? Yes, and
1: then the like, fucking full house ending of him looking and laughing and, like, walking out. Like, when well, you're still at your office. I'm sure as soon as you walked out of there, somebody was like, hey, can we discuss? He's like,
0: yeah, fuck, of course. When do you think I'm going to go home? <laughs> I know. Like,
1: I don't know what lessons.
0: Uh, I don't know what to say about this, except I, I was taking notes as I normally do. And then at some point I just drop off and don't appear back in my notes until the virtual reality. And then they're just consistently notes.
1: What if it was because it was perfectly when you um, uh, got a boater <laughs> and uh, uh, stimulated yourself?
0: It must have been.
1: And then you came back on, like, watching when that... Lawyer guy, and the deposition is like, hey,
0: oh, Sam, yeah, did you, the like heavy I... Wallace Shawn guy, yeah. Well, <laughs> I,
1: I Wallace just, Shawn. it just hits Wallace Braun,
0: <laughs> it <laughs> hits the virtual reality. And my notes are things like, oh, yes, virtuosity, absolutely prescient, but still ridiculous. Oh my god, the music, the demi avatar, what a season of oddities. Um. <laughs> And then before that, it's just things like: Is it? Do people have towel racks in their showers? Oh, they have a little. Wait, his towel rack is inside with his, a towel on it. Yes what do you you like a dewy towel you dork yeah and then there's a couple times where they say to him like you work out or you're hard you know like hard and firm yeah We're, we see this guy without a shirt on. <laughs> he's not are they trying to like gaslight us about I a, think they are I Michael know one Douglas of them is body dream sequence but still oh god the dream sequence where Donald Sutherland tries to make out down the barrel of the camera oh okay. my god could you imagine if you didn't
1: watch that's fine you know you listen to the podcast you don't watch the movie of course I get that I wouldn't watch Movie either, yeah. but uh, can you imagine somebody who didn't watch this right now? They're like Donald Sutherland trying to make out in an
0: elevator. <laughs> this whole it thing does happen. felt until maybe the virtual reality part. I was thinking, you know what? I the way I want to hear this story, even if it's not true, I want it. I want to be lied to and told this really happened in a Vanity Fair article. You know, yes, and then. Yes. You know what? Yeah, I'd also like to see the virtual reality part delivered to me in that same article. Like this happened and then, you know, Meredith and <gasps> oh, what's his name, were in separate separate locations facing off in a virtual <laughs> reality. This is all real. This all happened.
1: That's uh, it's written in that like vanity fair yes, font. The of thing, like the yeah. story about how they were <laughs>
0: I wish someone would turn this in the do, corridor. Yes. And just I want to believe it's real. And and to hear them describe this virtual reality showdown.
1: An inside source says that uh, um, the people at the previous factory were mashing things down with their thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Douglas's character reported this in the surprise uh, meeting he, uh, All presentation the while, he gave
0: four businessmen were walking down the hotel hallway and they fumbled with their oh. key card and the irony of tech ah, tech giants yes. not being able to handle their <laughs> key card
1: I love that the, the dudes down in the lobby being like yeah dude I took it for a test drive last night uh, pretty cool uh, yeah. that was good and then uh, oh, you God. know I know you were saying I liked the Morricone because I felt like it was giving a... Because the movie is kind of boring. So it just give it a little something. Like, because it makes sense as a choice because the combination of like lush romantic score and scary score, like, that could be pretty cool. And... But and I most liked the music when it would come on when the little emails would come in because oh, they'd have that. to like make those extra scary so almost like a <laughs> Diallo kind of like cody like a yeah, tap, like because thing would come on and be like
0: yeah that European style that he has is strange when put on such an American movie because oh, same the, thing with the Untouchables the too. guitar lick comes on oh, oh when, that's right when they when, go into the virtual reality yes, and he pl- starts playing electric guitar. <laughs> Like, and ding not ding. subtle electric guitar. No, no, it's no, It's like, no. Yeah. oh, God. It's cool. Oh. Uh,
1: I mean, did you, have you ever, what's the
0: virtual reality you've done? I don't know that I honestly, oh, I went to a Star Wars virtual reality experience at the Glendale Galleria once.
1: Oh, how was that? It was, I remember when people did that. It sounded it,
0: cool. It was interesting. So you're Stormtrooper and we went, it was, I think there were four of us. And so we, you all have these backpacks and headsets. And so it's clocking who you're with as your friends. And I have a really f- short friend, super short. Mm-hmm. Her name was Rebecca. And so when I would turn to look C-F-O at her- Is
1: the spelling bee winner of 1998? No. no, no, it's not okay. her. I, I, this is the
0: other Rebecca. She's so short that when I turn to look at her in the virtual world, she's a stormtrooper, but she was just tiny stormtrooper. <laughs> And it was so Like weird. if an
1: Ewok got dressed well, up as a stormtrooper. No storm joke, because
0: I don't even know she's five feet tall. So to just look at a stormtrooper where you could completely see the top of their head. But the cool thing <laughs> is awesome. when Vader appears, it was the only time I've ever been afraid of Darth Vader. Because in the movies, yeah, you understand he's villainous and scary, but he was huge. He was like eight feet tall, and he would come up to you with a lightsaber, and it felt... That's awesome. So that was cool. You know, yeah. I was thinking a couple weeks ago, I
1: was like, it's too bad Star Wars, Darth Vader never got as scary as when he, you first see him in A New Hope. Yeah. Like, he doesn't... Yeah.
0: The closest you get is the cave, the tree cave in Dagobah when he comes out. Yeah,
1: but that's not even him. I mean, Luke's in there, as we know. Right, that's right. Luke's inside that Darth yeah. Vader. So, uh, <laughs> but I've never done
0: uh, Oculus or... Anything I did this
1: thing that was, um,
0: I, sorry, I, oop, I, I had oop. to go find some files on Malaysia one time <laughs> in, in a huge marble corridor.
1: But we you were able to flip through each file in the thing, right? In no the problem.
0: No problem. Until they all got deleted. Long story. Read about it in the vanity fair.
1: I, uh, like six years ago or so, I was in New York, my wife and I, and we were walking, but this was before. We had our daughter. So I guess it was probably like seven years ago. Um, uh, we were walking along back to our hotel. And just down the street from the hotel, people were saying, come in. This is like a virtual reality oh. place. So we're like, oh, okay. The snow was coming down. Oh. It was just like kind of a mysterious. It was it was nighttime. So we, <laughs> oh. we went in and they, we signed a little form and we sat down.
0: What did you have to sign? Like no disclosure or something?
1: Um, it was like saying that we wouldn't, tell digicom anything <laughs> <laughs> glad i got the name i finally pulled it out not when I needed bad it. uh so uh it was like three stations and it was like the first one was kind of rudimentary virtual reality but it was cool like you could kind of see like fake rain dropping on a house behind it and sort of interact with it and stuff and then the second one was a little more interactive and then the third station was like a true like you put on a thing and you're either painting you do that for a bit. You could see the thing you were dealing with and walk around and see how painting a cube, you could look at it from different angles. That was very cool. And then there was like a zombie game kind of thing where you're, things are behind you and you're shooting and stuff. And Leslie and I traded. You know, like one person does it and the other person waits and then the other person does it. And I put my thing on. Um, Leslie went first and then I put mine on and then um, did it. You kind of feel dumb when you're doing it. Like when I took off my headgear and I handed over and then a um Q tip from a tribe called Quest was there. Oh wow. He was waiting to get it. <laughs> it's just a funny thing. I took off the thing, I
0: was like, hey, it's Q tip Are you real?
1: Yeah, and then uh then I walked along. But that meant he saw me like dork, like get scared of virtual zombies. Uh, uh. Um, but that's my only interaction with uh I wonder if um I probably wouldn't have been able to withstand that corridor. I think I would have got I lost. Just I
0: would've fallen off that cliff. All the companies these days are missing a step if they don't recreate the corridor with wireframe to me more chasing you. you yes, know? and the Slow uh,
1: chase. The um wireform age uh, angel. angel. Yeah. yeah.
0: What's his name? Cherry something? Huh? Cherry Brown or what was his name? <laughs> I don't remember. Cherry Incredible. <laughs> Incredible.
1: Um you know, as long as I uh uh, it wasn't a really a name drop. It was just Q-tip happened to be sure, there. Sure, But I'll give a name drop. Uh, I got to work with Demi Moore once. With what? With Demi Moore. You did? Yeah. In what? Uh, there's a really, really funny show on HBO called Animals that people should oh, see. Yeah, it yeah. ran for two seasons. It's really, really funny. Um, and I got uh, asked to do a couple episodes. And in the final episode of season two... Uh, Kate Berlance in it too, and she's really funny. Um, Demi Moore is in it, and uh, she plays like a uh, like kind of a sci-fi commander role, sort of. We guys
0: in the same room? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems rare for cartoon recording, right?
1: No, this was. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I should have made it clear. Animals was mainly animated, uh, but this last episode was like a special live-action thing. Oh, okay. And so, um, we were, yeah, acting with her and, uh, I got to meet her and I will say super cool down to earth. Oh, I believe And it. like with it, like I was like, Oh, I get it. She's one of the cool people. It was like, when she's around the stuffies, she kind of has to figure out a way to keep the distance. But when she's yeah. with the cool kids who just like yeah. want to do fun stuff. She was like right on oh, that's nice to, hear. to the point that there's a scene in the show where Kate Berlant improvises something about, she's talking about the character that Demi Moore is playing, but she's really, the joke is kind of, she's just now talking, she's like, and she's like so down to earth. Like, the joke that she's talking about the commander, but really talking about Demi Moore. Like she's just like fun to hang out
0: with. Well, uh, I'm very happy to report that the girl that plays Michael Douglas's daughter in this movie is also very cool.
1: <laughs> okay, so that's awesome. Now look, if we could get these two, and Michael Douglas seems cool.
0: Yeah, uh, not to his wife. Oh, uh, blaming her
1: one. vagina for well that one cancer? too. Yeah,
0: but also I guess she filed for divorce right after this because he had been cheating on her left and right, and she didn't want him oh. to do this movie. Deandra.
1: I see. Yeah. Because uh, this was pre-Zeta Jones. Yeah, pre-Zeta Al- Jones. Alpha Zeta. Alpha, <laughs> Alpha Zeta. Yeah, uh, Douglas, <laughs> I've seen your little black book. It goes from oh.
0: A to Zeta. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot. That that excuse for him getting mouth cancer or whatever, blaming it on Catherine Zeta Jones. Woo! That's, that's <laughs> one not for that. the books. What? That's one for the <laughs> books.
1: I it 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 got forgotten, but it is a very notable. That intended. is
0: fucking. Even if it's like statistically possible, right? Yeah. Which probably there is some stati- Maybe not. I don't know. But even if it is, have some fucking respect. Hey,
1: you know what? Um, I'm very polite to my wife's friends when they come over because when my mom would have bridge club and their her friends would come over i would notice my dad is very kind yeah. and thoughtful to the guests Same, my yeah. mom's friends and i would think oh i guess that that's a model that's how i should so the you know chip off the old block yeah, maybe Kirk Douglas and a Mike Douglas. Oh, yeah, he was probably like, "Oh yeah, my throat is all sore, <laughs> son, because I've been just uh, mowing down."
0: What I can't figure <laughs> out is, was it was he blaming her for his cancer, or was he kind of humble bragging, like, "I got this because you know all I'm doing is just putting on the old." F- <laughs> well, because what's it saying about her
1: that it's wait a minute. It's so dumb because it's saying that cancer is like contagious through fluids. Well, I think wasn't
0: he saying like she, like most people in the world had HPV and that that was somehow transferable to his mouth. Mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I'm naive to the whole thing. I don't know if there's any science to that. It doesn't
1: sound right, but I think it was. It was like, I got HBV-related throat cancer. Okay, Uh, maybe
0: even if that's true, (laughs) which I really doubt, I don't know. (coughs) I still don't know the context he was saying it in. As blame or as bragging um, or as both? uh, Unbelievable.
1: I do think, you know, um, not to sound like a wife guy so much, but I do think um, the... um, the cheating lie, the guy who has sex with another woman or a woman who has a sex with another guy or uh, people hooking up outside and not, um, that, um, is, a, a bad person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think people are like, oh, the heart wants, one. but I, I do think like, it's kind of like, it's the, it's the ultimate version of a lie. That's cause it's, yeah. It's, it's a lie at its most corrosive, is what I would say. For sure. Because it's with the person you're most intimate with, and it's about the most intimate things. You, you, yeah. I couldn't think of a more...
0: The, the last person you should betray...
1: Yeah, I think the only bigger betrayal I could think of is like, a bus is coming and you shove your kid <laughs> in
0: front of it. Like,
1: you're like, oh, my job here is to protect, but yeah. I'm going to do the opposite right
0: now. Um, yeah, I think he was in a a downward spiral because I guess he had just come out of drug and alcohol rehab as well. Michael Douglas. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, his work, I think, um, I really dig him because it does seem like he does a... Uh, tries to push himself, you know, by the end of the decade, he's doing traffic and mm, yeah. 10 years later, he's doing behind the candelabra. That's not, oh, that's right. We love our Harrison Ford, but that's not, you know, and I say that cause he got offered the traffic role oh. that Michael Douglas took and uh-huh. Harrison Ford said, no, oh. could have gotten him into his, his Oscar. Yeah. That's a good point. And that's what's most important. That's right. <laughs> it, yeah. Harrison, uh, you know why you should win an Oscar? You can turn it into a bong, okay, buddy? Uh, <laughs> Good golly.
0: Good golly. Was Meredith's plan actually better for the Malaysian people? Because they kept just shitting on it like, she's she's giving jobs to these people.
1: Yes. What about the shareholders? It was such a... Yeah.
0: Mm, Post-80s. Uh,
1: yeah, the dub. Like, yes, yes. I thought that, and also that it was... Um, she it did come down to it, she couldn't just have the dignity of she's so savvy that she is blinded by her quest for success that she'll do ruthless thing you know but hey she's still great at her. they couldn't give her that at the end they had to make her like an idiot Like, she was the one who was making all these choices that were, like, hampering the project, right? And not entirely because of subterfuge. It was like she was just making decisions.
0: I I wasn't clear. I thought she was trying to sabotage. I I don't know. What really confused me is the one line that they seem to throw in there to have its cake and eat it, too, where he says, how do you know I didn't set you up? Yeah. Which obviously is not the case. Yeah. So it's just him kind of being, like, a cope. Yeah. It's like yes. It's exactly what it is. <laughs> Maybe I, it, yeah. it's like yeah. the,
1: uh, cause he just wants to be a Putin of, uh, a puppet of Putin. No puppet, <laughs> no puppet. You're the puppet. <laughs> you can't argue What's with that, that? Uh, the debate between uh Clinton that's, and that's Trump right. she goes because oh, Putin would rather have a puppet in office <laughs> no puppet no puppet. No, puppet. <laughs> no puppet you're the puppet yeah uh, oh. which is the that's what my uh, daughter uh, how says. do you know that I did it? What does he say in disclosure?
0: He goes, how did you know I didn't set you up yeah how did
1: how did I uh, how did you know I didn't set you up?
0: My daughter's in such a Trump puppet phase right now. Where she likes the Trump puppet. Just no, just that here's her response to anything she doesn't want to do, which is most things right oh, now. Like uh, Glenn, do you want to go, go to the park? No, you go to park, park poopy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's good. It's hard to argue with that. You got to admit.
0: And when she gets to park, whatever calling, whatever poopy, I just break down laughing. It's- and otherwise I get a little like, frustrated, you know, as we all do, where yeah. it's like, no, you do it. No, you, you, no, you are. Yeah. But the, whenever oh, the something poopy is poopy, is a, oh my God. Really and then good. I laugh and she gets a little frustrated cause she's like, no, I intended that to land with no irony. Like that, <laughs> wanted, that was meant as a real cut.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. We had a funny little moment at the dinner table last night where me and Leslie and Mary were eating and um, Mary started laughing to herself and we're like, what's so funny? And she was like, oh, my gosh. Remember when I was four and I'd <laughs> always have bad dreams? And we started laughing with her because it was a funny thing to say. But I it was also like, a, oh, my gosh. One time, Glenn. My uh, immature days. Glenn,
0: we had, she goes, what's this? Iced tea. <laughs> Iced tea. Funny. <laughs> ah, she's right. <laughs> she's right.
1: If somebody like in a comedy sketch said a a cup of tea or a glass of iced tea, I'd be like, glass of iced tea is way funnier. Yeah. Yeah. Or a glass of ice. No. Glass of iced tea. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Glenn, uh, she also, you know, game recognizes games. She likes the Ice Age movies. Oh, so much. Those are good. She's obsessed. Um, Oh, uh, I found the. Speaking of ice, oh now quick. I wait, feel bad. Wait. I just saw the Dennis Miller line, and I have to say it after a, <laughs> uh, the he's got more ass than a rental car. Oh yeah, and seen, yeah, I see. We one. have liftoff. Oh, talking god. about the boner. Oh god, ew, 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 ew. I you know I like Dennis Miller. I know he, he went kind of got caught up in the post 9 11 political stuff, but did he,
0: he ever? Tickle your fancy back in the day when he would do his weekend update and stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, I, I he's a brilliant what's the word? It's okay. not quite writer, but just like just his phraseology, yeah, is lover of words. I mean, it's definitely written, it's certainly not right. improvised, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I really appreciate him for that. But yeah, he, there is a sourness to him that's tough when, yeah, when just someone becomes so bitter. It's yeah. hard to like them. You know?
1: I think he's cool unless this came out of uh, bad blood, but I don't think so. He's like the only person who's sort of like, SNL, the past is the past. I don't have to go back. He's the only person who like doesn't go to the reunions and stuff. I don't know if it's because it, when he hmm. says why, he's sort of like, oh, I don't want to be like the guy who graduates high school and comes back but, and tries to. Uh,
0: Jesus, come on. I mean, it's not high school, it's an institution. And yeah. on principle, what? Yeah. A, I, I'm not saying he, he should be dying to go back there, but there a,
1: has to be then like a sour, like something ended poorly or something. It like, also feels you, like it's
0: an elitism of like, I'm the one that's not, that's too yeah. good to go back. I get to claim that.
1: Oh man. I love the guys who decided not to go to prom. They're yeah. cool. Yeah.
0: Well, has Eddie Murphy gone back?
1: He went back he went, for that one. That's right. Recent and people were bummed out cause he didn't, he wasn't sillier. Yeah, that's right. He's a serious. That's right. But I get it. You know, sometimes when people want expect you to be silly, it's a little scary. Yeah. I'm on the level of uh, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> He's doing a Beverly Hills Cop 4. Is he? Yeah. I saw pictures of him uh, wearing a Detroit Lions uh, letterman's jacket. What? Right on. Oh,
0: no. Okay. It can't be worse than three. Who's directing? Who's... It? I don't know. But oh. I hope... Mm, I hope it's not like
1: a Paramount Plus Rush job. Oh, like, I, I, bet it, to, I bet it's streaming. wanted to have the pageantry of a Bring big, Martin Breast back. Super, Is he still alive? Yeah. No, he just died. Oh. But I just rewatched uh, Midnight Run.
0: Oh, yeah. Speaking of Martin directors, I think I passed Martin Campbell on the street the other day. Where, well, how? What? As a bondhead, you must have been yeah, thrilled. I know. And it happened too quickly. If like we made eye contact, but if I would have known it was him, I would have stopped and said...
1: Yes. You made my favorite
0: film of all time, Aww. but I, it would you could have given him the
1: past Norman. Who was the D the, the locations guy for the star Wars. and Oh, and Robert like, Watts. Yeah. You stopped yeah, Robert the, Watts at an yeah, airport. i was like, yeah. that is the perfect person to find to did know that th- their work meant something to somebody. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I was just thinking about that. Cause I watched that, uh, Heroes, What is it? Uh, the Indiana Jones Harrison Ford do- feature documentary on Disney plus that just came out. Like,
1: yeah, I
0: forget what it's called.
1: I but saw, yeah.
0: They use a small clip from when he was on Conan's podcast. Oh, and I first cause I was like, Oh my God, are they going to cut to me? And I'm going to be on this thing. And no, of course not, oh, but the, that's okay. They screwed up. Oh, I didn't expect it, but I was thrilled to see it. And Did you get I to see Robert think, Watts? He's the, not in it. Oh, no, he's actually not in it. I did get a little choked up just just going like, yeah, Indy's done. Harrison Ford's eighty one. You know, he's still. He could be cooking president. His, oh please, please let him be president. Please, he's Wouldn't at the right he? age. He's been president. He can do That's one right. more term. Yeah,
1: yeah. And when when he was on, it was Air Force fun. Oh. As far as I'm concerned,
0: the <laughs> world could use a little bit more but Air, Air Force,
1: Force. Wonderful. Oh God. Uh, the. Uh, I think that we saw a little Fred McMurray in the apartment. Yeah. Never yes. good to put a
0: better movie on, <laughs> in your movie. <laughs> make you make the audience wish they were watching something else. It should be the apartment and then on TV. The apartment is disclosure from the future.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, uh, Just looking through my notes here. Oh, when he... We got a little bit... A couple of some yuppie movie tropes. Um, Donald Sutherland is a bad guy with a full beard. Yes. Uh, Cannot be trusted. Yes. Cannot be good.
0: Right. Um, Dennis Miller can't be trusted.
1: Right, right, right. I mean, he really does a 180 during that double date. Yeah,
0: and then you never really see... Nothing ever kind of closes up with him. Yeah,
1: he blows up like two spots there. Like work and uh, home. Yeah, Cool it, Miller. I know. Well, not- you think you're so cool? Because you don't go to SNL reunion. Uh- <laughs> uh, the uh, the other yuppie nightmare trope of like doing the scrapbook digging. He does it with the newspaper
0: search. And it, you mean it, within the corridor. He also does it yes, within the corridor. Yes. He's looking at the Malaysia. Well, files.
1: I looked up, I took a screen grab of, I don't know what the fuck it meant. Like, um, geez. Okay. It's weird because I took it off my laptop, so it looks like it's on my laptop. But oh yes, I like I, I the,
0: did see this, and I can tell you,
1: it, <laughs> it was like a big dun dun dun. Yeah. But it's the
0: most baffling. I know series yeah. of letters. Uh, yeah, prior you, it means he used to be a level five systems operator, but now he's a zero, so he has entry only.
1: <gasps> Whoa! <laughs> like they stayed on that screen for so long for it to be like I felt like a, when I watch a poker scene in a movie and somebody
0: lays down cards yeah. and
1: it's like oh like, yeah, I don't know. damn! I know
0: it's the most anticlimactic reveal.
1: Uh oh, but if um, where was Martin Campbell coming out? Like I like to imagine it's coming know. out of a Versace store or something.
0: No, I was in Larchmont, right outside of the Conan building, and he was just right. Came right out and turned right and he was Ooh, right there passing me. Damn. Then I passed Michael Hitchcock. If people uh, want celebrity sightings, Larchmont is the place yeah. to do it. Uh yeah. It's not, you know, Hollywood. It's Larchmont. That's true. Maybe
1: Los Feliz. I went to the Bluey walkthrough house thing at oh, Westfield
0: Mall. We're going to that.
1: Oh, you guys will have a hoot. Yeah. Uh it'll give you whiffs of uh Disneyland. the yeah. kind of that yeah um i think the uh (laughs) it was a good time uh but it was it's in the westfield mall which i never venture that far westward yeah but gotta say man uh, well you with mall walking
0: um we may try to do a mall walk and
1: it is the best mall really in los angeles county like i've never been hands down since i
0: was a kid it
1: is so good, cause yeah, it used to have that badass theater, yeah, uh, right. The Pippet, what was it called? The um, Oh,
0: right. I saw Flash
1: Gordon there. I've read about it. Like people will share yeah. memories of seventy millimeter screenings in L.A. and stuff, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, that the West Mall, the um, but great shops, mm. not corny, mm, really. Um, a full just Lego store, mm. and uh, but um it, it was also uh which is hard to come by in a
0: mall these days, some class, mm. a
1: little bit of taste. Mm. It's nice.
0: Okay, right. you've got yeah, me intrigued. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. What I'm hearing is uh, sort of analog to the Santa Anita mall. Ooh, so tell me about that. Like
1: some, well, it's like just, shops? it's
0: it's a step up from a normal mall. It's, yeah. it's no South Coast Plaza, but it's close.
1: Yeah, and I, I feel like your outdoor mall is just, like, shove it up your ass. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? Like, that... Well, Oh, so three months of the year I'm cold and in misery, just like, I gotta and then get to the next Eight top.
0: months I'm blisteringly hot. Yes. Forget it. I know. And then meanwhile, in an indoor mall <laughs> mm-hmm. climate controlled. <whistles> <whistles> <Yep. whistles> the smell of Wetzel's pretzels. Mm-hmm. It is. Good stuff.
1: Yeah. Uh, don't <laughs> uh, I don't have to tell you. Um, other characters... Oh, oh. Uh, so when they she does the little does the trope of looking through research and stuff. Uh-huh. He does a uh, uh, like goes to the newspapers. Some yeah. and it said in the Seattle paper. I thought it was pretty funny. It says local music scene fades. Ooh, oh, grunge is yeah. on the outs. Oh man, disclosures oh, calling it. God. Now the other actors I liked Roma Mafia. Mafia, but her last name is Mafia. Oh. Uh, she's the one who played like the Gloria Alfred Standin. Uh, oh, the all Gloria Allred. Gloria, oh Allred yeah, the lawyer. Stand-in. Yeah, 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 his lawyer. Yeah. Um, but I know her from like Nick of Time. Oh, that I've takes. Never seen that. Um, and then. A young Donald Donald Logue. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, he showed up in, I watched Reindeer Games the other night and he was in that. He showed up? Yeah. What, you were watching Reindeer Games? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, well, I've been known.
1: Well, just a little looking for some Christmas action that's not by the way of McLean. Yeah. Um... I think it's a flaw of the movie that there's not more scenes between Michael Douglas and Demi Moore.
0: Uh-huh, absolutely. There's like a huge stretch of like a half hour. Um, I could have even used some flashbacks to their first time.
1: Yeah, baby. Um, I loved how the movie at this point thinks we're going to get on his side when he has his wife is like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And he goes, he gets all teary-eyed. And like, he's like, huh sexual harassment is about power. When did I ever have the power? <laughs> and he runs out and he like runs out and that's supposed to be the point. The movie wants you to go okay, we're on his side now. Uh-huh. We, He has moral clarity here. Yeah. But it did and I'm sorry to bring politics into it. It truly made me think it's just like, I was like, that's what Brett Kavanaugh did. Yeah. he just like and then at the end when her son shows up and he's this little Kavanaugh <laughs> And he's like, hey, can I help you out, Kavanaugh Jr.? And he's like, I hope so. And he's like, I hope so, too. And he passed him on. Like, what kind of ending does that?
0: That reveal that just this kind of deus ex machina of the person emailing him all along is just this little pipsqueak who's a freshman or whatever. Oh, my God. And
1: it, it, it being kind of like a bros helping bros. Yeah. Hey, all—all all bo- at the behest
0: of a woman, but still,
1: <laughs> uh, that guy who played her lawyer—I really like Robert Kitten. Yeah, he's great. And he was in. I was like, where did I see him? Oh, he's in Quiz Show. A couple of the other actors yeah. were because this is the same movie writer, that, right? Yeah, same mm-hmm. writer, Barry Levinson was supposed to came direct it, but they did disclosure instead. Uh, so you see some actors popping up in the same. Movies. Wow, luck, Quiz Show lucked out, I guess. Uh, The, I did think that there's a point where like that guy, Dylan is like spying on Michael Douglas, like leaving the office and he goes, he's stepping out, sir. He's coming out of the office right now. I was like, it's funny that they're making this movie, like a three days of the condor about a guy getting a beige
0: I know. It's so like over waking up to that realization of this is all intrigue about. Ultimately, something that even they are saying, look, let's just sweep this under the rug. <laughs> yes.
1: Um, I think uh, last couple notes. I think there should be when Michael Douglas gets that news at the end that he won the case or whatever. Yeah. He jumps up and down. Oh yeah, yeah. that should be a GIF. That should yeah. be like a meme for when somebody gets good news. Because it's so dorky and it's so know, not Michael Douglas. I
0: know. I was so surprised by that because he just holds it into the last second. He's like, Yay! Yeah.
1: He bounces up and down, and it's obscure enough that people would be like, "What movie is that
0: from?" How is Demi Moore, uh, frame head, wire mesh body, not a GIF like that thing oh, walking around?
1: That that just doesn't show up as like preposterous moments in yeah, movies. Yeah. You like, what's the? it's like clickbait? That picture yeah. of her like digital face behind him should be like.
0: Has this movie been covered on? How has this got made? How did this get made? How, I don't know. How is this got made?
1: <laughs> This got made now. This time, Uh, electric guitar score. Um,
0: Do you think any of Marconi's actually playing that guitar? No.
1: Oh, that'd be awesome if somebody started playing. it's like, hand me that shit. He's
0: like, uh,
1: like like smoke's coming off his fingers.
0: They probably brought someone in at the time, like we got Steve Vai to <laughs> yeah. sit down and do this. Uh, yeah, we're flying over uh,
1: Stevie Ray Vaughan to, to play this special. Uh, oh no. no, his airplane went
0: down. <laughs> it's Steve Vai's the left hand and Joe Satriani's the right, <laughs> right hand, and they're really close and playing the same guitar.
1: I heard Frank Black was talking about once. He was like, mm-hmm. when they just started recording albums fast. Uh, for Black and the Catholics. He said it came after, like, they did one album where he was like, he said you would get too stoned and come up with ideas like, what if you played each individual string of a chord for each track? (laughs) So you play a chord, but like, by playing each individual string and giving it its own tracks,
0: so you could like separate them in the stereo pan or something. Who knows?
1: <laughs> it's just <laughs> such a crazy idea.
0: Yeah. Okay. I guess. Um,
1: I thought it'd be like such a. It'd be expected with this movie where it's politics are a little like mixed up uh-huh. if like he ran off with that like Gloria Allred yeah, lawyer. I know. Like, she was like, take me. I know. Also, I that t- cake in your eat it to um, men's right activists like wrote this where she was like, Oh, the 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 woman who stands up for women's rights. She even yes. says she wouldn't have gotten her husband because she would have turned him down the first time, and in this day and age, he would have never tried again. like yeah. so do you think that's how that woman actually thinks? I mean, the way I made things, a like guy can't get laid these days. Um, another gif, and this is the last thing. Was there nothing more cringy and stupid ass shit than the little? when Michael Douglas got the, like, after the public unmasking, which is the dumbest public
0: unmasking, like, news footage,
1: she's in a lab. Oh, no! Don't do
0: that! Everybody there would have been going, what's happening right now? I don't understand. I I guess these two have a beef I'm here yes I'm here to hear about some new development of the corporation what's going on this
1: was supposed to last a half hour so I could go to the experience music museum with my like you guys are like whatever drama you're bringing to this uh but I did like um in the same way that like in church when everybody like laughs together it always makes my skin crawl. I'm like we're all here for evil reasons though (laughs) like don't have enjoy this yeah like when everybody in a mo- movie enjoys like seeing the villain get like unmat like yeah. and the the fucking orgasms they like self congratulation. It's typified in this close up of Michael Douglas doing the little bye bye hand uh, and mouthing uh, uh, bye bye. <laughs> oh my oh skin crawly, crawl crawl of all time. <sighs> um, that's it.
0: Okay. We don't do a best kill because there literally isn't a single death, not even by accident.
1: I mean, I think they killed um, the idea of uh, sexual harassment as a reasonable
0: thing you can prosecute. Donald Sutherland mentions his daughter died. That's the closest we get.
1: Yeah, that's a... Um, uh, oh, yeah, that's the best death. Uh, I like that, though, because that was kind of like, you yeah. hey, I got daughters. Like, you know, usually yeah. people say that to defend themselves, but he's got the ultimate one, a dead daughter. <laughs> How can I be sexist? I got a daughter, and she's dead. <laughs> and I'm, I got a son yeah. who's dead to me. Kiefer? That's right, baby. <sighs> uh, yeah, I don't think that's true.
0: I'm just looking up some press at the time. First of all, I couldn't find anything on the difference between the movie and the book, but... Um,
1: oh, um, I heard... Um, uh, Donald Sutherland, uh, I knew somebody who worked with him. This isn't a talking shit. It's just like, oh, ooh, he's he's established. Uh, my, my friend, it was the first time he had ever worked with somebody who had door-to-door timing, which is like, from the moment you pick me up at my house until you drop me off at my house, you get me for 10 hours. Oh, wow. So that means you got to figure out, it's going to be two hours drive home, so you got to yeah. Wrap this up so I'm off the set by. Wow! Yeah, yeah. Oh, Talk about. Man.
0: Here's if nothing else, the cyberthrillic relic disclosure is better than its source, Nathan Rabin of all people. That's oh, Nathan good. Rabin! Yeah, yeah. I
1: loved. Oh man, I loved the dissolved.com. Yeah bring the callback.com's
0: Crichton's Uh, loathsome borderline unreadable 1994 (laughs) bestseller disclosure exemplifies the reactionary paranoia that characterized the author's later career. Interesting. Ooh. The novel has a strange quality of being at once sanctimonious and unrelentingly sleazy, self-righteous and smutty. Wow. I'm going to have to read that full article and, and here is reviews from my couch. Disclosure, a slick noir take on Crichton's novel. <laughs> uh, well, we won't do um, um, Zeno's- And also, uh,
1: if you guys won't do the live stream, you'll get to have me read comments like, uh, A Tribe Called Quest, a dork named Rust.
0: Oh, come on. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> it is good.
1: My favorite um, uh, thing that was said online that was like, ooh, that's legit funny. Um, when I Love You, Beth Cooper was going to come out. Yeah. The trailer came out, and I looked pretty old in the trailer. People were like, what's this guy playing a high schooler for? And somebody in the YouTube comments wrote, I hope he doesn't die before the movie oh comes out. Oh, my God. <laughs> such a funny... I mean, it's, just, it's yeah. absurd. It's a yeah. funny uh, it's yeah. a funny way of going about it, right. making it absurd. <laughs> <laughs> that I would like be on my deathbed. Oh, if only...
0: i i I made it through filming i just hope i make it before it comes out well we won't do xenos because we'll cover those next time all right so just next time is one hour photo that's right our final of the season season finale oh oh one hour photo oh why can't it be 60 minutes photo oh no no no
1: ah yes i say you watch the one hour photo Praise to Jesus, we're watching the one-hour photo.
0: We've got a wonderful shoe tonight. <laughs> After Hours, you gave, we both gave it a 12. The bedroom window, 6.5 from me, 7.5 from you. Bad influence, 9.5 from me, 10 from you. Shattered, 8.5 from both of us. Single white female, nines from both of us. And the low score this this season so far, the temp at six each what are you I haven't even considered what to do with this movie because I loved and hated it I know the materials were so good it's kind of hard to like figure out like
1: uh, like the recipe
0: I think I know because I loved and hated it it's a zero and a 13 which makes it a 6.5 for me
1: that's funny I was gonna big I I a seven for me seven.
0: Whoa, I'm I was allergic be seven to seven, and a half, But
1: I changed it to seven. Oh, you want to do right. seven and a half?
0: no seven. Okay. Wow. What a ride. I'm so that glad. Was you, a ride. I'm so glad you picked that film. And I have to say for the, no, for you the picked first time. I did? You picked it, my friend. I did. Yeah. Really? Yeah.
1: I was happy for it because I finally got to have a reason to watch the VR. I, didn't know I, I could that. be
0: wrong, but I thought Oh, no, I probably did, but the whole time I'm like for a first hour, at least, going oh, there's not much to talk about with this. It's neither a thriller, yeah, or, yeah, not, but, nor but, a chiller. Boy, this one, this one rewards you and punishes you.
1: <laughs> yes, oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I, I, I've never seen one hour photos. So Me I'm either. To
0: that, yeah. yeah, All right, we'll see you next week. See you then. Bye. For more goerly and rust content. Head over to patreon.com slash to get episodes ad-free and a whole week early. Plus, monthly mailbag episodes and feature-length watch-along film commentaries of your favorite horror classics. That's patreon.com slash Email us at withgourleyandrust at gmail.com, and your questions might be featured on a future mailbag episode. With Gorley and Rust theme song by me, Matt Gorley and performed by Townland. You can find us on Instagram as Townland Band, as well as Paul's fantastic band at Don't Stop or We'll Die. And why not rate and review with Gorley and Rust on Apple Podcasts? It'll help us grow the show and keep us trucking through the Jasons and the Michaels, the Leatherfaces and the Chuckies, the Aliens and the Candyman's.